Hi, I'm Carrie from Canine Hooper's World. And I'm Chantelle from CK9 Training, and you're listening to Dog Trainer Confessions. Hi, and welcome to episode two. So today we are going to talk about the joy that is fireworks and thunder, because both of us have dogs that don't like it, basically. Um, so, shall I... Shall I begin? Yeah. First of all, what dog is scared of what? Who, ah. who reacts and how, <laughs> how does she react? How do you know she's stressed? Right, so um, out of my crew, the one that is what we call sound sensitive is that big scary staffy mix of mine, um, Miss Munchkin. Um, Munch has always, always been very stressed out by thunder and fireworks. But interestingly, absolutely fine with gunshots. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born in South London, so I don't know if that's why <laughs> why she's all right with that. Um, but yeah, little little Deptford girl, bless her. But she, yeah, absolutely fine. If I'm at the farm, if I'm at training, and there's a shoot going on, or bird scarers, power tools, nail guns, absolutely fine. Thunder, nope. Fireworks, nope. So. Thunder with her, if I know there's a storm coming, um, there's things that we kind of get in place. Um, but sometimes we don't always know that it's... Quite difficult to predict, isn't it? Well, especially, I don't know, I mean, what's it like in South Africa? Because in the UK, like, it just happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in South Africa, we only get storms in our summer months, which is from, like, October onwards. So okay. it's the opposite to England. But the storms are terrifying. Literally, I'm really scared of the storms. Oh, bless um, you. My shelties were always absolutely fine here. Um, and the girls were absolutely fine. But our house actually got struck by lightning um, in October last year. The dogs were at home. My boyfriend wow. was at home. And Splash, my little blue male sheltie, was then absolutely petrified after that. It took him like a good day just to stop being so clingy with us and obviously then after every storm and everything he just was really shaking and panting and it was really stressful to see i've never seen him that fearful of anything before no because he's quite a confident little dude really isn't he like in the uk he was always like yeah for want of a better phrase billy big bollocks (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) he was when he absolutely and i do a lot of sound desensitization with my puppies when they're younger because obviously you know dogs aren't used to all these weird sounds Mm -hmm. um you know they don't understand it's just a storm that's passing or with fireworks they you know yeah, 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 yeah. As far so, as I'm concerned, the world is going to end and it's really, really stressful and frightening for them. Um, so I did lots of that, but literally the storms out there are horrific. So I've had to do quite a lot of work with him. And do you get um, fireworks out there? Not really where we live, to be honest. Oh, it's so far jealous. worse in England. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah, right we now. do get the odd ones, but it's nowhere near as bad as England. I think England's really, really bad. Yeah, because um, here, like, we don't have. So. I don't know, I'm going to sound all freaking old. And when I was younger, (laughs) but when I was younger, first of all, I don't think the fireworks were nearly as loud as they are now. Like, honestly, each year I swear they are getting louder. And fireworks start, it used to be, you get fireworks night, maybe the weekend. Yeah. And you get New Year's Eve. 
and then maybe like Eid or Chinese New Year or yeah. whatever or Diwali yeah. or whatever celebration but it would be kind of one night and you'd sort of be expecting it now especially where I live at the moment they start in October and they finish in January yeah I mean yeah. last New Year's Eve they started at four in the afternoon and they finished at three o'clock in the morning oh my goodness it was like yeah. it was just horrendous and I mean, God, anyone that is suffering from PTSD, my heart goes out to those servicemen and women that struggle with noise sensitivity and that bringing back those awful memories for them. Because, yeah. I mean, for months, this was the first year. Um, I'm just going to stop really quickly. If you can hear, we're pitter-pattering. Um, old man Tears has gone on patrol. So I apologise if you can hear random noises. Both ties are... And, we are recording and he does not care he's just walking around being a pest so yeah back to munch he's like no talk about me i'm more important um so munch on fireworks season um we tried lots of things that we'll talk about in a minute but this was actually the first year that i medicated her um i've always been kind of i want to go down the holistic route i wanted to try and do stuff as naturally as possible but for her this year, I just I bit the bullet and we went to the vet and I used I'm not fully sure how you pronounce it Silio gel Silio gel it's S I L E O. Um, I wish I'd used it years ago. Yeah. The thing I like about it is as soon as we get that first boom, I can give her the medicine. It's in a syringe, so I had to do a little bit of training with her to start with, and I didn't get the gel. I was, oh, look, see, confessions of a dog. Dog trainer <laughs> confessions. Here we go, this is my confession. If you know your dog has sound sensitivity and you're going to need to give them something, try and get it more than three days before you're gonna need it. Um, I basically, she's got a really, really strong chin target, which I was really pleased with because we basically had a mat set up and her protocol is you go on your mat. If you come off the mat, we stop training. So it was on the mat, chin target. And I actually pr practiced with like the end of a pencil, like not the sharp yeah, end, yeah, yeah. like the blunt end, because you have to put the gel in between her gum and her teeth. Okay. So it's not like you can just put it in her mouth like a wormy, you have to be quite precise with it. And now, bless her, I get that syringe out as soon as there's a boom, and she literally just stands there and lets me give her the medicine. So yeah, really she, for her, it works as well. Mm -hmm. um, but this, as I say, this was the first year I medicated, and I do wish I'd done it previously because it's literally a season. And one thing I think a lot of people forget is that she is stressed out for that night but it then takes her probably about three four days to come back yeah. to base level like back to normality like all her like adrenaline's up and then it's is it the cortisol levels yeah there we go yeah all her really, stress hormones yeah. are up and she's just so what it means is that i don't actually let her interact with other dogs during that period because if she's going to get in a discussion, it's more likely to happen yeah. <laughs> during that time. So um, what are you doing with Splash when it happens there? 
Um, so I did start kind of desensitizing him to it. So now that it's winter over in South Africa at the moment, we have we don't have rain at all in the winter. So it nice. does give us a good few months to <laughs> kind of get over things. Um, so I have been doing a lot of desensitization type stuff with him. So that's basically I'll play um, some sounds over a speaker. So either that's like YouTube. Um, Got an app for it? Um, <laughs> there is an app. It's called Soundproof Puppy Training. I also have this great app. Um, Top trainer tip. It's a good app. Um, Dogs Trust website also has some sounds. I must admit, I do quite like YouTube just because there's such mm -hmm. a different... Yeah. choice i think if you desensitize your dog especially to things like fireworks if you're playing the same sound yeah. all the time the dogs actually get used to it so i think it's good to play yeah, especially random sounds and with like um, the fireworks um as you say youtube doing like i think i literally did a youtube search for um, New Year's Eve fireworks, so it was like yeah. full displays. Yes. So it wasn't just wee pop, wee pop. It was like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, you would start playing it at a really, really low level that mm -hmm. your dog can hear it, but isn't stressed by it. Yeah. So I would always start off by you know playing the sound, but then doing something with my dog that they really enjoy. So I would either be feeding them their dinner. Um, I would be playing with them. I'd perhaps do some trick training with them. So yeah, they're able to kind like. of work yeah, yeah, for me yeah, yeah, and enjoy doing sense. stuff. But with the sound just in the background. Uh -huh. um, and I'd keep it at that level for a few days and then, then start to turn the volume up as well until it's at a realistic level. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what about, because obviously that's kind of prep stuff that we need to be doing before it happens. What's your routine in the house, like all of a sudden, storm, boom, crash, flash, dog goes, oh my God, what do you do? So with, again, the weather out there, um, you can kind of tell when a storm is coming because yeah, it's very predictable. The winds will start up. Okay, you know, it gets very so you cloudy, have a little very, bit very of a... Quickly. Um, and I've kind of got him at the point where he's not so stressed. Some dogs out there are so stressed by the time they even the air pressure changes or they start to associate the rain with the thunder and they start yep. stressing big time before then. Um, so wherever possible, I'll kind of go outside, obviously before the thunder starts mm -hmm. or if it's rumbling at a distance, yep. we'll go out. And again, we might do some scatter feeding in the garden. Um, okay. He loves his ball, he loves agility training. So mm -hmm. I might just get a jump out and again, he'll do some behaviors for okay. me with just the thunder. In the background um obviously once the thunder does start to get a lot louder and it's not safe to be outside we <laughs> health will and go, safety risk assessment <laughs> yeah we will go inside i'll take him upstairs to a bedroom just where it's a little bit quieter for him it just mutes mm -hmm. the sound slightly um and he actually now he quite likes his i'm not in i'm not a t-touch um qualified person at all but mm -hmm. i have read up a little bit about it and if now actually what he does is if he's worried he will come to me and I will just kind of stroke and massage his ears. Oh do like the ear slide? Yeah. Cool. And that really actually helps to just kind of relax nice. him and, okay. and calm him. I'll probably play some calming music as well. Uh -huh. So have you heard of Through a Dog's Ear? Yeah, um, Dale, my lovely husband, calls it the plinky plonk music because yeah. it sounds like elevator music, but it is really good. Yeah, I use that quite a lot with Munch as well. Yeah, so that's if you don't know things. what that is, it's basically music that's been clinically designed to 
um, reduce the or help soothe the nervous system. Lisa Spector, I believe, is the composer, and she was a Juilliard trained composer. From oh, okay. my depths of memory if that was totally wrong yeah. someone can send in a correction it's fine <laughs> but you can basically if you just google through a dog's ear i think you can buy it on um itunes it'll be on amazon things. get everything on amazon yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely so i'll play something like that for him yep. um again i'll have some something really high value and do you um, train the calm stuff beforehand if you can yeah so i will always kind of play that music at other times as well um, you know, so it's not always related to just when there's a thunderstorm, for example, because obviously if you do do that, then the dog just starts to build up a negative association with that music. Um, so I do like to play it at other times. Um, I find as well having things like stuffed Kongs or giving him a raw bone can sometimes help. But I find if he's too stressed, he doesn't want to chew on anything. He would rather just sit by me yeah yeah munch is the same i'm a bit like a yeah. safe place um, yeah no i get that and he yeah. just wants every part of his body to be touching me oh bless him um you know and i do just hold him and it's much easier with a teeny shelty than yeah, a fat head yeah, <laughs> um, 20 kilos of fat head on my lap yeah yeah Mommy. yeah i do get some clients that question about whether you should cuddle a dog that is fearful um and do it say it do it yeah go on <laughs> and yes it's absolutely fine to do that you cannot reinforce fear okay so for me if my dogs are scared i want to be a safe place for them i want them to know that they're okay with me i'm certainly if they're not if they're scared i'm not going to ignore them um nice. i think that can actually make their anxiety level so oh, much God, worse. yeah like can um, you imagine like so you've said yourself that you obviously your house got struck by lightning so it's quite stressful terrifying if then your lovely other half had totally ignored you and not reassured you that everything was cool you'd yeah. probably have you and splash sat there yeah. like yeah absolutely stressing Rocking out and freaking yeah can you imagine yeah. like that would be super stressful yeah absolutely. but i think like so with munch like, as you're saying like she paces she pants at home if we know that there's likely to be a storm um there is a website called lightningmap.org okay, it's cool. worldwide you can oh, actually perfect. watch perfect. the storms oh my god i'm obsessed oh, with I'm it i watch it all the time it's like yeah. are we safe are we good yeah um if i know there's storms forecast overnight i literally will sit there until i think it's safe um now just talking about the meds quickly again my vet did actually also prescribe her diazepam but okay. the thing with that you need to give it to her half an hour before it starts yeah which is quite difficult yeah so i haven't actually tried that with her yet which is why i like using the gel with her but mm -hmm. our kind of routine is all the windows and curtains get shut yeah telly gets put on full um I've kind of trained her that Disney films are calming. Yep, nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with let it, let it go for the 30,000th time. Um, I do try and rotate the Disney films. But for some reason, I don't know if it's because Disney for me is like, it's, yeah. it's being a kid again, isn't it? And it's yeah. calm. So I think it probably reduces my heart rate I was going to say, you stuff. probably get quite stressed as well. So, oh God, yeah, because all I can see is my, like, my poor dog just, yeah. like, freaking out because there's, like, in in her world, I think she thinks that, like, there's a war zone outside, mm, you know, we've yeah, just had, absolutely. 
hours of fireworks and she can't go outside to be clean because every time she goes to go outside there's another whiz bang and it's so stressful for her so we have lights on so Mm -hmm. the flashes aren't so obvious whether it's thunder or fireworks curtains closed yeah disney on um any action film does technically work, but I managed to get away with a good 18 months of it. Had to be Disney. Yeah. Um, poor Dale. <laughs> Bless him. Um, Aladdin's quite a favourite. I love um, Aladdin. Frozen. <laughs> yeah. He hates yeah. Frozen. Me and Munch like Frozen. And would you also try and tie her out during the day as well so that she's more tired in um, the evening? With her, there's a really fine line. If it's a one-off storm, and I know it's likely to happen, then yeah, I do try and do a bit more kind of brain stuff with her because yeah. I don't want to do too much exercise with her because I don't want her adrenaline already up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's quite a fine line. During fireworks season, I pretty much road walk her or yeah. I will run with her attached to me or I take her to like, I'll either hire a secure field. Best invention. Yes, they're brilliant. Secure fields are epic. Yeah. Um, I know she- we're not going to meet anyone. Yeah, I'm she, so antisocial. I, re- I remember those. Well, she can be quite reactive with other dogs, can't she? Yeah, her tolerance thing. level goes from like, I've asked you three times, now I'm going to move away yeah. politely to, I've yeah. told you once, now get out my face. Yeah, yeah. And being a bull breed, and I've, I obviously love my bull breeds, and I have nothing against bull breeds, but if a bull breed does decide to kick off, she won't start a fight. But she'll try and finish it. And, yeah, I mean, you remember what it was like. I mean, Mm. generally, if I shout, she'll back off. But I don't want to put her in a situation where she feels she needs to get involved and she needs to tell another dog to back off. So, honestly, from October to January, she's on a lot of lead walks unless we're somewhere secure that I know we're not going to see anyone else. And actually, for her, the day after a storm or fireworks um especially if it's like new year's eve we chill we have a rest day she does not go into the world because she doesn't need to deal with it yeah and i think that's something that people don't think about doing yeah um i want all of her chemical levels to start getting back to normal before yeah um we do it so i've used thunder shirts with her in the past um mixed with that I know clients' dogs that have responded really well yeah. for her, she'll put it on, but she actually asked to have it taken off, okay. um, which I think is quite interesting. I think giving her the choice yeah. has been really interesting. Rescue remedy, she likes. If I try and give her, like, if I tried to give her a rescue remedy now, she'd walk away from it. Mm-hmm. It's like she knows when she wants it. So the rescue remedy is something that I've used a lot with her. Yeah. Firework relief. I found a company called Hands and Paws on um, Facebook. And the first year I used it, it made a real difference with her. The second year, a little bit less. The third year, a little bit less. I don't think it's the product. I just think that each year she's just become yeah, more reactive to it. Um, yeah. yeah, because she's gone from having four years of being scared to nine years of being scared. Yeah. So it's going to get worse, um, which is why, as I say, I use meds this year. Yeah. Um, do you use any of the diffusers or any of the kind of... I haven't yet, no, but I might consider using some. I know um, 
Adaptil. I know quite a few trainer friends that actually use the tablets. Okay. Alongside, in combination with the Thunder shirt. Um, and that can actually work really, really well. Actually, for those of you that don't know what a Thunder shirt is and you're thinking, what are oh, yeah. we talking about? Um, <laughs> Sorry. It is Sorry. a tight-fitting jacket that you can get on dogs. And it basically works in the same way that swaddling a baby helps to calm them. Uh -huh. um, it has the same effect on dogs as well. So they're not going to be, nothing is like a magic wand in dog training, unfortunately, but every mm. little thing can help. So yeah, definitely. something like playing like the calming music, the desensitization, the firework sounds beforehand, um, putting a thunder shirt on. If you're going to use one, again, don't just put it on when there's going to be fireworks because you don't want the dogs having that negative association. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, so make sure the dog is actually used to wearing it way before, you know, so don't buy it on say the 4th of November, for example. <laughs> and if your dog has never had a jumper or coat on before, they do need time just to adapt to, to wearing it. And again, you can just put it on the dog and give them something that they like, like a chew, stuffed Kong, you can scatter food, mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, just get them doing fun things that they like. So yeah. it just takes, and um, the T-Touch wraps work yes. very similarly. Um, I know people that have used like the stretchy bandage for the horsey listeners, um, an exercise or tail bandage works quite well for that. Yeah. Um, and you can use the, if you go on the T-Touch site um, or look up some of, um, Sarah Fisher is the head of T-Touch in the UK. Um, her stuff's amazing. Yeah. I love um, Sarah's stuff. And if you get a chance to go to a T-Touch talk, um, do yeah. it. Yeah, really worthwhile. I could listen to Sarah for hours. She's yeah. great. Yeah. She's lovely. Yeah. And it's just a great way as well of just getting your dog relaxed and just helping yeah, to reduce their stress levels definitely, afterwards. Definitely. So I definitely found that the ear slide helps massively with, with Splash. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't pant. He looks, still looks around a fair bit, but he's so much calmer. And he cool. actually comes to me and asks for Love me him. to do that yeah. now as well. Um, like Munchies so for drugs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. like, hey, you finally <laughs> start giving me drugs. Let's yeah, do this. Yeah. Um, but I think as well, like, making sure that the dogs have a choice of where to go. So if they are looking to be touched and be reassured, that's awesome. But likewise, if they want to get out the room and go somewhere... Yep. different um one of the houses we lived in munch's safe space was the cupboard under the stairs yeah yeah she was like freaking harry potter yeah and that was <laughs> and i would sit in the cupboard under the stairs playing the plinky plonk music with a thunder shout on my tongue yeah <laughs> seriously yeah. it got warm under there as yeah. well like it was, <laughs> but for her it was being in a that was the only place in that house that didn't have windows yeah yeah. Um, and where we are now, in fact, all the rooms have windows, which yeah. for dogs that are sound sensitive, and I think with fireworks, the other thing we need to remember is that our dog's sense of smell, mm. because thunder and storms, the dogs know it's coming yeah. way before we do, yeah, like absolutely. even before we've gone, oh, the air pressure's changed or the wind's changed, they, they smell it, it. they yeah. knew it, it was yeah. happening. So the fact that you've been able to start doing a bit more with Splash at that level so he's not getting too stressed. Yeah. Excellent. And I wish I'd know more about desensitisation when Little Fat Ed was a puppy. It may have helped, it may not have, but the fact that she's cool around things like power tools because yeah. obviously we were living in a building site, so to mm. her, power tools are like... But for some dogs, that can be really stressful. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think using sound is really good but also like thinking that they know 
smells one thing um, and I know you have to be really really careful with scented candles and do your research and I know there's been some serious problems recently with dogs getting really ill because people have used the wrong candle and stuff but for Munch um, she's a posh girl really she loves a Yankee candle <laughs> yeah. um, honestly the most expensive <laughs> blooming free dog we've ever had um but the yankee candles for her she likes the pine smells and obviously like the lavender and stuff like that mm -hmm. and i actually let her pick her smell yeah freaking spoil i tell you yeah but no i think that's a really good but really we good have point. the candles on when we're just chilling of an evening rather than like when when it's a storm so like yeah. you said not using that thunder shirt not using the adaptil not using the meds for the very first time when your dog is stressed to the eyeballs so they don't get that negative association but preparing them for this stuff that the thunder shirt means calm or the adaptil means calm or the smell means calm or the sound means calm is going to make a massive difference to yeah. them so it's kind of prepping yeah prep, i think prep, as prep. well when you are prepping and you are doing some sound desensitization with your dog it's important not to just play the firework sounds in the living room for example i think yeah. it's really good to generalize practice in all different rooms of the yeah. house take a bluetooth speaker outside and do it out in the garden nice um i think that really helps as well because otherwise the dogs learn oh yeah it's just the telly that's yeah and you're not always sound. at home when these things happen yeah, although I think especially for fire, if you there, you know there is going to be a big oh, firework event, yeah. please don't be at home. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't leave your dog. Yeah. <laughs> please stay if with them. If you know your dog does not do fireworks, <laughs> don't go out. Just stay at home with them, or get in a dog sitter, or even I mean, I've I've even contemplated like going away with the dogs Do you know, I was just about to say actually, a lot of my friends that live in places where there are a lot of fireworks. They just go away for that weekend. Go to the wilderness somewhere. Go to a forest somewhere. <laughs> oh, middle of nowhere. Um, and then that way you're all stress-free. Have a lovely yeah, definitely. time. And so, also, yeah. but storms, especially over here, because storms in the UK can suddenly just happen. Yeah. Um, I've been out on dog walks with her before where, <laughs> oh, that was thunder. And with her, it's a case of get her back on you, the lead. I've been with you and we've had to turn yeah. around and just go back, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that first dog walk we did. Where were we? It was the first time you took me to oh. St. Leonard's. Yes. Which is yes, like I one of that. our favourite walking places. Yeah. And we got on the path. And we had to go back. Yeah. We'd been out like 10 minutes, haven't we? And yeah, just literally, yeah. boom. And all you lot, well, all your dogs were like... Oh, la, 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 la. And Munch just went, oh, no. nope. Yeah, yeah. And we're going home. Yeah, so there we go. There's our other dog trainer confession when you start a dog walk. And actually, I remember um, I'd taken Munch out to Stooge at Glendy Rescue. She was going to be a test dog for one of their rescue dogs. So we were using her. This is how cool she is with other dogs. Like, we were using her as an assessment dog. And we were halfway around the walk. And there was a thunderstorm. And this poor rescue dog that we were meant to be, like, assessing was like, oh, well, never mind. And there's my oh, dog that's meant to be the stooge, absolutely pooping her pants. Oh, bless her little heart. But, yeah, so we got in the car and I put her in the van in her safe space and played some Disney music. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because Disney is good things. So yeah. there are things you can take on the road if 
Yeah. If it happens and you you need to get out of dodge. Yeah. I think the main thing is to be prepared as well, isn't it? Yeah, so try outside, as best you can. Have a safe spot, perhaps yeah. have a fat crate in your van. Or don't go and stand under a tree if it's thunder. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Don't, do you like, go home. Yeah, go home, find somewhere safe and huddle up. But yeah. good hustle, hun. I think we've covered Yeah, I think, I think we've covered, covered most of it. Um just a quick thing. Um if your dog is scared of thunder and fireworks remember that you cannot reinforce fear yeah it's not a thing you're not going to make them worse by giving them a couple and tell them it's all right try and stay calm yourself i was just about to say (laughs) yeah just don't run around like a headless chicken (laughs) because that might cause them to be slightly more anxious but yeah as long as you stay calm um yeah then yeah that will really really help. that's why disney films worked in our house that's my prescription use disney films it's all good and And wine (laughs) (laughs) or whatever alcoholic (laughs) beverage calms you down um actually coffee is quite a good one to brew because the smell of coffee can help cover up the cordite in the fireworks oh my god look at me getting all sciencey um but also guys remember seek professional advice if you do have a dog that you think may be really sound reactive speak to your vet um because they may be able to help or seek um the advice of a trainer or a behaviorist so until the next episode thanks for listening bye bye So, Chantelle, if people want to find out more, where can they find us? So, you can find us on our Facebook group, Dog Trainer Confessions, the podcast. Or if you want to find out more about me, Chantelle, probably the best place to go to is my website, www.theletterskk9training.co.uk. And you can find out more about me and what I'm doing at www.k9hooperswell.com. Until next time, bye-bye.